Hello, everybody. Today is February 13th, 2019. Welcome to another episode of the New York Hockey Thought of the Day podcast. Sponsored, as always, by our good friends at Bleeding Blue. It is a great Yankees and Giants podcast, which you can listen to on iPhone and Android devices. This podcast was created by our good co-host and producer, Justin Pennick. Do we have Justin Pennick here today? Is he in the building? Nope. Is Brett Wiley in the building today? Nope. Who do you have as always? Your host, your lovely host, Renato Rodriguez, exclusive to the New York Hockey Thursday podcast. I'm here. But next week, unfortunately, I'm going to take a little bit of a hiatus. Brett and Justin will most likely take over. All right, so keep that in mind. Sunday to, I believe, Thursday, I'll be out of action. So, Brent Justin will be your, your hockey host for next week. But as always, this podcast was made by yours truly to talk daily about New York hockey, to get insights on all your favorite teams, the Islanders, the Rangers, the Devils. All three were in action um, last night. So, as always, these are going to be some quick, short episodes recapping the ninth of New York hockey. We got three to talk about. We got Islanders at Buffalo. We got the Rangers at Winnipeg. And last but not least, we got the Devils at the Blues in St. Louis. Not a good night for for New York hockey, but we're going to see what happens with with these three games. You're going to see. You're going to see. So hold, hold your horses. Hold your horse. As always, let's get to it, everybody. So, we're going to have first to the first game in Buffalo, the Key Bank Center. And the Buffalo Sabres come into this game. You know, they're still trying to fight for the playoff spot. Two points behind the Penguins right now. They, they've they been on a win-lose streak lately. Like, they won one, lose one. Win one, lose one. But they've gotten points three of the last four games. So... We'll, we'll we'll see what happens in this one. Islanders looking to maintain first place. We got Robin Leonard in goal for the Islanders. He's been sensational this year. And we got Linus Omark for the Sabres. And early on, it would be... The, the, I mean, no one wants to score too early in this game. But, but late, late first period, we got some goals. This this man, of a, a one off the faceoff by Jack Eichel. Eichel wins the faceoff, gets it back to Skinner. You know, Jeff Skinner, the guy who always scores for Buffalo. Takes the puck, goes in a little bit, and bang! With, with a million guys in front, goes top shelf. I mean, you can't stop that. I, I mean, he's just too good. If he, Jeff Skinner going top shelf with four guys in front of him. Go look, try to stop that Robin Lane. You can't. So his 34th of the year makes it one nothing. But the Islanders with the quick response right before the period ends, ladies and gentlemen. And it's the fourth line again. It's the Zizekas, Martin, and Clutterbug line. As Clutterbug got the dump in after Buffalo tries to clear it, but Clutterbug held, held the point. 
got the puck in along the boards. He he feed it right into the middle of, of the slot. Matt Martin briefly touched the puck, did a little back pass quickly as Zegas bang. A little one time give and go bang. He rips it right past Omar. His 13th of the year. And just like that, we're tied up at the one at one. But the Sabres would score early on in the second period, about seven minutes in. And the Islanders turn over in the offensive zone. Eichel, again, gets the puck with his speed. He's so quick. Speed goes along the boards. And then there's a little soft backhander right through two Islander sticks. Jason Palmer, right there, bang, cashes it home. His 13th of the year. 2-1 Sabres after two. And the Islanders had some chances in the third period to make this interesting, to make it a tie game, maybe force overtime. But alas, Ormark was there. I mean, Clutterbuck was denied on the breakaway. The wraparound didn't go in. Matt Balls would try to go between the legs at one point, couldn't go in. But with about two minutes left, the Buffalo Sabres got the dagger. No empty net. Gergensen's with a nice quick dump in. Opposer with a shot on that, saved. I mean, by um, Laner, but he couldn't completely hold on to the puck was loose in the crease. Larson was behind the net. He went around, tapped that in, right in the middle of the crease. Three one Sabers, a goal that that Laner would want to have back, especially in that situation. He went to hold on to that puck a little more, but tough loss for the Islanders. They lose three to one. And the Islanders now move, okay? This is important. They move to 33, 17, and 6, which is still good for first place in the most powerful division, ladies and gentlemen. They're, they're, they're still doing good. But you can see how tight this is right now. 72 points. They're only three points out of the Capitals, who, who lost to Columbus Blue Jackets last night. Blue Jackets only five points out, and that's important because guess who the Islanders play next? They got a game on Thursday night, tomorrow night, against the Columbus Blue Jackets at Columbus. That's a big game, Metropolitan Division. So Islanders need that game. It's going to be interesting to see what they do, but they, they need that game. So we'll, we'll see if they can recover from this tough loss in Buffalo. Next up, so we, we, we went to Buffalo. Let's go out west. We want to go a little north and west of Buffalo. We want to go to Winnipeg. Oh, Canada. And early on, I mean, if, if you've been watching hockey this year, Winnipeg has been the best team in the West this year. They are 36-18-3. and they, they are phenomenal. They might be a Stanley Cup contender in the West this year. Between them, San Jose, and Calgary. But the Rangers, the, they, they've been highly, you know? They got big wins against Boston and Toronto. You know, tough losses against the, the, the Kings and the Lightning. But the Rangers have been they've been solid lately, you know. The 500 try and make the push of the postseason or maybe tank, as some of you guys have told me. I think the Rangers are just right in the middle right now. They don't know what to do. They know where to go for playoffs or tank. A little more discussion about that in a little bit. But let's get into this game. Five minutes in. And, and Hank was in goal. He's going to want this one back. 
Joe Morrow with a quick shot from the point. Saved Lundquist. Mark Shifley gets to the puck. He's pretty much... Hank is pretty much square with, with Shifley shot from... Probably from about a little bit left and in front of the crease. Like, right near the circle. He, he, he was... He had the angle. But somehow, it got to him. I, I don't know how that got to Lundquist. I had no idea. But alas, it got to Lundquist. It's a bad goal for him to let up. Um, that's Mark Shifley's 29th of the season. It says it by Morrow and Connor. And just like that, one nothing for the Jets. J-E-T-S. Jets, Jets, Jets. Uh, but but th- this next goal, I, I mean, I, I, I don't think many maybe people could, could stop the realtor to Shifley connection. His 30th of the year, Blake Wheeler's 56. Yes, you heard that right. 56 and 6 for um, Blake Wheeler. I mean, this guy's unbelievable. He's off the charts. He's been a playmaker all, all year. Shifley, Wheeler, just like that. Two, nothing. Jets at the one. But Rangers fans, two, nothing, one against the best team in the West doesn't mean they're going to give up yet. They're not giving up. Because 38 seconds in, it's who else? Who who else would do this for the Rangers? The, the only line that's been really producing for the majority of the last 20 games or so, it's the first line. It's the Zabanajad, Kreider, Zuccarello line. And Zabanajad's going to get some luck on this one as Zuccarello got the initial rebound, passed it off to, to Kreider behind the net. Kreider passed it back to Zabanajad from... Near the boards outside the circle on the right side. Do a shot on that. It looks like it hit the post, hit a skate of maybe the goalie or the defenseman, and it goes in. A little pinball effect for me because it's a bad jet, but it doesn't matter. Pucks in, doesn't matter. 2 1 Rangers, 38 seconds into the second. So they start the period well, and they're going to end the period as well with a beautiful play by Powell Buznevich on the power play. It's a power play goal. Tony D'Angelo got the puck originally, passed it off to Strom. Strom shot it from near the point. Buznovich, perfect deflection, top shot. I mean, textbook deflection, his 10th of the year. And just like that, after two, the Rangers have tied the game. Great job by the Rangers. They, they're competing. And then, once again, 57 seconds in, the, the power play would get, would get another one. There'd be another power play opportunity starting off third period. And it's once again, who else? Who else would do it? Mika Zabanajad. And again, another pinball effect. As Shankirk got the pass to the point, passed out to Zabanajad on the left circle this time. And it hit off a skate and a body from the Winnipeg Jets. And it goes past, um, what's his face? I mean, the Winnipeg's over. Hellebuck, right. And it goes in past Hellebuck. Sean Cook, Zuccarello, and he sits. But just like that, 3-2 Rangers. What a comeback. Will they hold on? Uh, but remember, who's in goal? It's Henrik Lundqvist. He's not that good, guys. This is not 2014 Lundqvist. This is not 2012 Lundqvist. This ain't even prime Lundqvist from 2010, 2009 years when they kept competing with the other players because he was so damn good. Nah, this is retirement Lundqvist. The guy, the guy's not good anymore, ladies and gentlemen. Not that good. Joe Morrow, a shot from the point, and he just got by him. I mean, there's a little bit of the screen in front, but the Lundqvist did not know what that puck was. Just goes past him. His Joe Morrow's first of the year, 3-3, three, three, and then 
minutes later, with about 13 minutes left in regulation, Andrew Kopp, again, similar to that first Shifley goal. Well, Lundqvist had the angle on the same same left side, but again, it goes right past Lundqvist. 4-3, the Rangers will try to rally response to force a point, force overtime. Will they do it? Nah. Nope, not at all. Rangers lose a tough one, 4-3. And a question that we're going to ask Rangers fans now is, are you going to play Gagoriev? Are you going to still keep playing and hope for a tank? You're going to see that on that poll um, later on today regarding that. So, so voice your opinion, Rangers fans. I, I'm curious to see what you guys think. Because my opinion, I, I play Gagoriev. I like Gagoriev. I think the Rangers need another goal. They need a franchise goal. Yes, Lundqvist, he's the king. He's great. But I just I think you need another goal. Is Gagoriev the answer? Try him out, see what happens. But if he's not the answer, are you going to go out there with a guy like Bobrovsky? Maybe go after the Devils, Keith Kincaid, who maybe we don't want to go after. After I mentioned what happens with that Devils game, um, maybe either Robin Leonard, maybe trade for the Islanders, Robin Leonard, maybe Thomas Grice. I don't know, but Lundqvist is not the answer. Also, I can't fault him too much. The defense is still trash for the Rangers. The Shankirk signing has been an absolute joke for the Rangers. And they need to improve the defensive goalie situation to have a chance to compete, not just this year, but next year and beyond as well. So, again, Rangers fans, let me know what you think about the, the goalie situation. They're going to go out to Buffalo. That should play the Islanders. So, they're going to hold the Buffalo's hosting the Islanders and the Rangers back to back. But they're only going to play Friday night, seven o'clock in Buffalo. All right. Stay tuned for that one. And the last game of the night. Oh boy, do we? Do we I, don't, I don't think we even talk too much about this game. There's no need because the Devils effing sucked. They sucked. They were horrible, garbage. But why are they garbage? Because they have an AHL team on the ice. AHL, not NHL. AHL. Final score is eight three. That's all you need to know about this game. That's all we need to know. The Blues look like a playoff team, and the Devils look like they want the number one pick. And, and I don't know what's going to happen. The goaltending situation, are they going to trade some defensemen? I have no idea what's going to happen. But when you have 23 shots in a game in 11 to 2 periods, you're not going to win many games. You're not going to win many games. No, you're not going to win many games. And Coach Hines. Keith Kincaid gave up six goals in two periods. Why are you playing in the third and give them no two goals? Why? Are you gonna do you want to lower history value? Do you not give them confidence in goal? What's the matter with you? Kidding me? Wake up. Because if, if, if Cheryl gets talent for this team next year, you, you, your butt's gonna be on the line, Hines. All right. So please have some respect, have some courtesy. Right? Get the players to play. Play the game. So for all you Dallas fans wondering who they got next, they're playing tomorrow night at Chicago. That's going to be another loss, most likely, because, you know, we suck on the road. We like losing. Chicago's actually pretty decent right now. So so I'm chalking that up another loss. But who cares? Season's over for those anyway. Who cares? Like, this team is so embarrassing right now to watch. So embarrassing. Uh, all right. Enough Dallas talk. I'm, I'm done with the Dallas talk. That's it. I'm done.
This has been your host, Renato Rodriguez. I'm sorry on the sad note, but I just, it's awful. I am your host, Renato Rodriguez. Have a great day. I, I, sign our, I'm, I'm done. Adios. I'm, I'm done.